I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, January 3rd. The company that runs the Mariel Marina Bay apartment complex on Victory Road in Quincy is being sued after residents complained about water leaks, faulty balconies, and mold in the building. Bozudo Management is facing the class action suit from residents who say they've experienced water leaks, mold, and closed balconies due to structural defects. The company is also being sued for failing to disclose the problems and failing to let tenants out of their leases without any fines. The management company is in turn suing Callahan Construction Company and Cube 3 Studio Architects, alleging shoddy construction and poor design. Court documents show there have been problems since 2019. The buildings were completed in 2018. Rents there average around $3,000 per month. The cases are pending in Norfolk Superior Court. Three more Quincy homes have been found to have lead water pipes. The Quincy DPW says the latest round of testing identified three out of 20 homes tested for lead were found to have elevated levels of lead in their water. The city has been working to identify and replace all of the private lead water service lines in the city since 2016 and to date has replaced about 350 private water service lines. City has also replaced all of the water fountains and sinks in Quincy Public Schools to eliminate lead water service. When a lead service line is found, the property owner is notified and is urged to work with the city to replace the lead pipes. Officials say less than 1% of Quincy homes are believed to have lead water service lines remaining. Abington firefighters helped a mother and her new baby ring in the new year. At around 2 a.m. on New Year's Day, the Abington Fire Department got a call that a woman was in labor in the parking lot of Lowe's along Route 18. When firefighters arrived, they found Renee and Justin Townsend with their new baby in the back seat of their pickup truck. The Townsends were driving to South Shore Hospital when they realized the baby was coming and pulled over and called for help. First responders helped the mom and baby, and both are doing fine. The parents are still choosing a name for their baby. Workers in several New England states are looking forward to a bump up in the minimum wage in 2024, while advocates in Massachusetts are pushing a ballot question aimed at phasing out the state's sub-minimum wage of $6.75 per hour for tipped workers. Massachusetts' minimum wage will remain at $15 per hour in 2024, although there is a campaign to hike the wage again to $20. The New England states are among 20, raising minimum wages for workers, further widening the gap between state requirements and the federal minimum wage, which has been static at $7.25 an hour since July of 2009. In several states, the new minimum will more than double that rate. In Massachusetts, advocates are pushing a ballot question that would phase out the state's service rate, which lets restaurants pay workers $6.75 an hour if tips make up the difference between that and the state's $15 minimum wage. Under the question, the service rate would end by 2029. Organizers for the group One Fair Wage 
say they've collected enough signatures to clear an initial hurdle to gaining a slot on the ballot. The Massachusetts Restaurant Association opposes the question, saying the highest-paid employees in any restaurant are tipped employees, frequently averaging $20, $30, sometimes even $50 per hour. The U.S. Department of Labor in August also announced a proposed rule that would let 3.6 million more workers qualify for overtime. The proposed regulation would require employers to pay overtime to salaried workers who are in executive, administrative, and professional roles, but make less than $1,059 a week, or $55,068 a year for full-time employees. That salary threshold is up from $35,568. Well, despite top officials' claims that this fall the number of migrant families coming to Massachusetts was decreasing, thousands of families continue to apply for placement in the state's emergency shelter system. Since November 10th, 1,393 families have applied to live in emergency assistance housing, according to the Healy administration. The number of homeless families in need of shelter has exploded in the past year, largely driven by an influx of immigrants coming into the country illegally but unable to work under federal immigration laws. With the state on the cusp of its coldest months of the year, Emergency Assistance Director Scott Rice said the trends are going down for families coming to the Bay State. The number of applicants into emergency shelter began steadily rising in late 2022 and picked up speed last spring and summer. Despite a state right-to-shelter law, Governor Healy unilaterally capped the shelter system at 7,500 families this fall. That wait list has also been rising, jumping from 242 on December 12th until 391 by December 28th. Lawmakers steered $250 million more into the shelter system, and the mid-December report suggested more than $350 million in additional funds may need to be authorized to keep the system funded through June and to avoid imminent run-out dates for key programs. And what's quickly become a more and more expensive line item, the latest report also shows that the state has spent an additional $42 million on the shelter system in just the two weeks since mid-December. The mid-December report said $205 million had been spent on emergency assistance housing in fiscal 2024. Yesterday's report reveals $247 million has been spent on the program this fiscal year. Massachusetts continues to see more people departing the state than settling in it, according to a recent study by a moving company. For the second year in a row, Massachusetts ranked seventh on the list of states most moved out of in the annual National Movers Study by United Van Lines. Using data gathered from its customers across 2023, the moving company found that 56.6% of customers moved out of the Bay State during the year, compared to 43.4% coming into the state. Massachusetts had the same breakdown in 2022. According to the 2023 study, 
Most of the moving company's customers identified a job as the reason for moving out of Massachusetts, followed by family, retirement, lifestyle, health, and cost. Massachusetts followed behind California, Michigan, New York, North Dakota, Illinois, and New Jersey in the category of top outbound states for 2023. Massachusetts may be losing more residents than it's gaining, but another New England state seeing the opposite trend, according to the study. For the third third consecutive year, more residents moved to Vermont than any other state, according to United Van Lines. The drawing for presidential primary ballot order in Massachusetts was held yesterday, with Dean Phillips and Chris Christie coming out on top. Phillips will appear atop the Democratic primary ballot, followed by Joe Biden and Marianne Williamson. Biden's name was submitted for the ballot by the chair of the Massachusetts Democratic Party. In accordance with state law, the names of Phillips and Williamson were added to the ballot because Secretary of State Bill Galvin's determined that they are nationally recognized candidates. Christie will appear atop the Republican primary ballot, followed by Ryan Binkley, Vivek Ramswamy, Asa Hutchinson, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley. Their names were provided by the Massachusetts Republican Party. The Libertarian ballot will be led by Jacob George Hornberger, followed by Michael Rechtenwald, Chase Russell Oliver, Michael Termiet, and Lars Damian Mapstead. Their names were submitted by their state party chair. Under state law, presidential candidates are listed in random order drawn by lot on the Massachusetts presidential primary ballots. Galvin drew the names at random at 11 o'clock yesterday in a ceremony at the State House. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 25 points. The Nasdaq fell 245, and the S&P lost 27. World shares slipped. The dollar rose. The euro was up. Oil at $69 a barrel. In sports, the Celtics lose to the Thunder, 127-123, but the Bruins, they beat the Blue Jackets 4-1. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly sunny and a high 44 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, low of the lower 20s. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun, high 42. Friday, sunny and cold, high only 35 degrees. Saturday, cloudy the high of 35, and still watching a Sunday snowstorm. For the boater, waves about 2 feet, northwest winds 5 to 10 knots, high tide 4.27 p.m. Sunrise 7.12, sets at 4.23. A reminder, there is a one-day delay for the curbside collection of trash and yard waste in Quincy this week due to the New Year's holiday back on Monday. Also, a reminder that construction continues on the road and sidewalk in front of the Bernazani Elementary School in Quincy. Furnacebrook Parkway will be under construction this week from 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. through this coming Friday. The road and sidewalk will remain open for the duration of the work. However, The DCR is urging pedestrians and motorists to use caution around the construction zone. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update.
for Wednesday, January 3rd.